0: Hey, everybody, Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. You can also follow me on Twitter at LJ Hybe. This week's guest is Lori Mendelson. Lori is an intuitive matchmaker whose purpose is to introduce people who are meant to meet each other. Her company is Smart Funny Single. She has introduced 15 couples who have said, I do. Lori had a successful 33-year career as a fashion designer in L.A. and New York City, as well as founding, building, and selling Wisconsin's largest and highest awarded pet sitting and dog walking business, Wisconsin Pet Care. Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lori. Excited to have you here, and you spell your name the right way. I <laughs> know. <laughs> That's L-O-R-I, for Correct. those who can't see. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell our listeners how you got started as a matchmaker? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I started it when when I was 19
1: years old. I had a feeling when I met someone that I knew someone who would be perfect for them. And then I introduced them, and long story short, they got married. And then this kept happening over and over and over again until we got to the number 15. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, after I sold Wisconsin Pet Care, I think it's time for me really to look into this and figure out if this is something that I should be doing for a living. Mm-hmm. So the answer was yes. So what I did was I worked for a competitor very, very briefly. Mm-hmm. And I saw that their business model wasn't something that I really subscribed to. And I thought I can do this better and I can do this in a more intimate way. And I think that I can provide better service for my clients. And of course, with the end result being that two people meet, they fall in
0: love Mm -hmm. and they say I do. So that's pretty much how I got started. So obviously networking is a part of the show, the purpose of the show, but how is networking a part of your business?
1: So, Lori, I am networking all the time. As a matchmaker, I can't sit in my office and expect people to come out or knock on my door and say, hi, I'm single. Uh I'd like to meet someone. So my part of networking is I'm always out meeting people. In fact, I go up to complete strangers And I will go up to them and ask them if they're single. And if they answer that they are single, I will ask if they'd like to have a cup of coffee with me. I'd like to get to know them. I'd like to see what it is that they're looking for and if I can be of help or service to them. So networking is, I have to network in my business. You know, like I said, people don't come out of the air Mm -hmm. and they're not going to be knocking down on my door. So, you know, it's that whole connecting the dots with networking. Sure. You know, someone knows someone who knows someone who mm-hmm. knows someone. And along the way, I want to help these people too.
0: So I'm curious, how is it perceived when you just randomly go up to someone and ask them if they're single? <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes people think
1: that I'm hitting on them uh-huh. and, and I have to preface it by saying it's not for me.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Although I would really like to have that opportunity at one time to be able to say, you know what, I'm a matchmaker. And normally I would say, I'd like to introduce you to someone, but I think I'd like to keep you instead. <laughs> um, but that hasn't happened yet. I, I look forward to that day. But most people are very receptive. Mm-hmm. You know, at first they're a little put off. But then to me, it's a huge compliment that you're going up to someone and saying, you look interesting. Mm-hmm. You look like a cool person, an interesting, uh, successful, or well put together, whatever it is.
0: It's a compliment to yeah, them. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you share some tips on dating if you're just starting out from a divorce or a loss?
1: Yes, I would be happy to. So the first tip is just to get started. Get yourself out there and don't look at it as the first date that I go on, I'm going to meet the man or woman of my dreams. If we go into it with really unreasonable expectations, we're only setting ourselves up to be disappointed. Mm I like to tell my clients that this is an opportunity for them to kind of go up and down the market, supermarket aisles (laughs) and figure out what it is that they want. Because even though they may have had a past relationship that worked out really well Mm -hmm. or, or God forbid, a divorce that ended abruptly or Mm -hmm. ugly, now's the time to reinvent yourself and figure out what it is that makes you happy and what it is that you want and need. So... The best advice is to get out there and just kind of jump in the pool and enjoy yourself. Look at it as meeting someone for a cup of coffee and Mm -hmm. see if you click at all.
0: Yeah. And if you have
1: common interests and if there's chemistry there.
0: Yeah. I think that's great. And I love the comment about um, now is the time to reinvent yourself. And really, um, there's no time like the present. Right. Exactly. We're not going to get that time back. So, um, as mentioned, the show is very much focused on networking and my goal is to alleviate any fears that someone might have when they hear this weird word um this weird word <laughs> um so can you You mean the L word? Lies? Yes. <laughs> uh uh no that networking word um can you share with our listeners one of your favorite networking stories or experiences that you've had?
1: Yes. Well, I am lucky enough to be in a really great group of networking individuals uh-huh. called E Women Milwaukee, and uh-huh. I know that you're also a part of that. Yes. And actually, Lori, my experience is you came up to me, and <laughs> yes. I'm going to use this as an example sure. if it's okay, okay with That's you. Fine. You came up to me and you said, you know, Lori, I have a mother. And I said, that's great. Mm -hmm. How lucky are you that you Mm -hmm. have a mother? Because I don't have a mother. But then you started to tell me about your lovely mother. We Mm -hmm. had lunch together. We got to know each other a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I think that our purpose really was to get to know each other Mm -hmm. better rather than for me to find someone for your mother. Mm -hmm. But um, as it turned out. That whole magic happened, mm-hmm. and I met your mother, and and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. You know, we're headed on a really good path, the way things are going. Mm-hmm. And it was because both of us said, let's have lunch. Yep. Let's, yep. you know, let's meet. Let's see how we can help each other. Sure. Yep. Let's see if we have common goals or people who we can help connect. You know, that to me is truly the purpose of networking, is to start with the position of how can I help you? Yep. What can I do for you that will make your life, your business, anything better for you? And you, in return, hopefully one day may be able to return the favor to me.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I love that question. How can I help you?
1: Yes. Well, actually, I've, I've started closing every conversation that way, even with my friendships.
0: Mm-hmm. I've been doing the same thing, and it's it's been really nice and well received. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So as you continue to network and create um, amazing relationships for others and yourself, how do you stay in front of and nurture your network and your community?
1: I like to reach out and thank people okay. as much as I can. Um, and using that line, how can I help you does just that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Someone may not even be thinking about me, but if I reach out to them and say, what can I help you with? They may think, yeah, you know what, Lori, you may know someone who can help me. You mm-hmm. know, I just, I met a really interesting gentleman last week who I wanted to attend one of his seminars. He did something at Women's Startup Week. Mm-hmm. And I started the conversation. He's new to town. Mm-hmm. And I started the conversation. I'll, I'll leave out his name. But what can I help you with? Mm-hmm. Because you're new here. You're not from around here. Sure. I wasn't from around here at one point. Yep. I've got to know people who you will or may want to know. Sure. Tell me what it is that you're looking for and let me connect the dots for you. Yeah. And he was blown away. My my purpose was, okay, he's this really cool guy. He probably knows some really cool men who would like to meet some fantastic women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my purpose was to help him first, second, see who he knows who may be able to help me.
0: Yeah. I think that's great. Um, and I love that. And I, I think it's great to always, as again, ask that question how can I help you? What can I do to help you? But I think it's, um, I mean, even more empowering that you took it a step further and realized that someone's new and um, needs some greater help and assistance because you've been in that space too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well done. Yeah. It's hard to move from a city where you don't know anyone. It, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I've personally had that experience um, when I was in high school, which is not the best time to have yeah, that no. big shift happen. Oh my God. Um, but I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to find people who are supportive and lending a hand to help you kind of get your feet on the ground and feel more comfortable and confident with your surroundings. Yeah.
1: You know, Lori, I want to share something with you if I could. Sure. Um, I worked in Birmingham, Alabama for a year. Mm -hmm. I had just moved from New York for a corporate job. Okay. And my realtor, who was assigned to me to help me find space to either rent or buy, Mm -hmm. said, oh, I know people. And I'm thinking, okay, she knows people. I'm I'm always a little leery when people Mm -hmm. overpromise. Sure. And she introduced me to one woman, and this one woman had this fabulous network of women, about 15 of us. And by that one introduction— I had my friendship pool.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: It was so awesome. I never felt more welcome and I never felt alone there. Mm-hmm. You know, here I am thinking, okay, this woman coming from New York City, moving to Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, first of all, what was I thinking? But number two, <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama, question mark. Mm-hmm. Who am I gonna meet? But I'm I was I was so open to it. Yeah. Just that one introduction. It changed my life. That's awesome. It really did change yeah. my life. And and that's a cool way of looking at it, too. Mm-hmm. You don't know through your networking who you'll introduce to someone who will change their life.
0: That's Yeah, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. I like that statement. So what advice would you offer the business professional who's looking to grow their network?
1: Much like dating, you just get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Laurie, I don't always feel like going out. I don't always, I mean, there's some days that that I just, uh, I don't want to do it. But I force myself to get out and I force myself to go to a meeting and show up. And if I show up in the position of I'm going to meet someone and hopefully help them. I'm doing something good for the community yeah. and for the world, rather than looking at it as Okay, there aren't going to be any single women there who want to sign up for my service. And there sure as hell won't be any single men. Mm -hmm. What is my purpose in going? My purpose in going is to help someone.
0: Yeah, which is powerful. Yeah,
1: and it's really, it's Laura, you know sometimes you just don't want to go. Oh, I've been in those spots. (laughs) And then you go and you're like,
0: I'm really glad I went. Yes, (laughs) isn't that the truth? It happens more times than than not, I would say. There's... Probably been a small handful that I can think of where I didn't want to go, and then I went. And I'm like, I should have stayed home. But mm-hmm. that is more times than not. I'm very happy that I attended. Event.
1: Yeah, even if you meet one person. Mm-hmm.
0: So everything that you're talking about is very much attending events in person, mm-hmm. getting a cup of coffee, which I'm referring to as traditional networking. And yeah. obviously, the digital world has changed things significantly mm-hmm. in how you build and maintain relationships. Right. So, in your opinion. Digital networking or traditional networking, which one do you find more value in?
1: For me and my business, personally, for what I'm looking for, it's meeting someone in person. Okay. Because I, it, when I meet someone, I want to hear their story and I want to hear how I can help them, mm-hmm. and that's hard to do digitally. Yep, it takes a lot more time to be texting back and forth, or emailing back and forth, or instant messaging back and forth, and you're not really getting a sense of what the person is. Yep, you're, you know, you, they're hiding behind a screen. Although I have made some wonderful connections through LinkedIn, I reached out to a couple's love coach sure. uh, in Chicago. And we decided to do some um, videos together. Cool. And that led to introductions. Mm-hmm. And that also helped them. That helped increase their awareness and their position on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You know, we all shared the videos and yep. that kind of thing. Um I don't do Instagram, and I know that a lot of people do Instagram for what I'm doing in my business. I don't see how that can work, but digitally, if people can do it, hey, you know, I'm looking for X. Do you know X? It's a shortcut mm-hmm. rather than spending the time driving, getting sure, dressed, going sure. to have coffee, yeah, meeting, etc. Also less expensive.
0: Yeah. Well, I've also seen you posting about what you're looking for. Yes,
1: it's true. Uh, yes, it's of true. Leveraging
0: digital. Um, but to that extent, it's already an established network that you're right. kind of reaching out to.
1: Right, um, right, right. Yeah. You know, the thing, too, that on a digital platform such as LinkedIn, if you reach out to someone who really doesn't know you, I'm going to ask you this, Laurie, How do you do it without being really salesy?
0: Um. It's all about adding value, and honestly, mm-hmm. going back to the question that the question of the day here, yeah. which is how I can help you. Yeah. Um, when someone has reached out to connect with me and I don't know them, yes, I um, right now my standard response is thank you for connecting with me, um, and then I do ask what what triggered, what was in my profile that made you interested in connecting with me, and then I close with is there anything I can do to help you. You go. Girl. And that's that's my formula. Mm-hmm. I'd say half the time someone responds with um, they're either answering, you know, what it was in my profile that interests them. Yeah. And sometimes people will share, um, just hey, I'm just connecting because I liked, you know, we're in the same industry, wanna see what you're doing. Um, And other times people have actually reached out to like, oh, I want to learn more about your business. And um, sometimes I'm getting some opportunities from it. And other times people are trying to sell to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And depending on what it is, I'll just say, you know, interesting, but I'm not interested right Right. now. Um, And maybe table a discussion for a different date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Laurie, if you could go back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career?
1: Wow, that is a really great question, Lori. So in when I was my when I was twenty, uh, I'm clearly not the woman that I am now, but I was really insecure. Okay. And I would say to my twenty-year-old self that that everyone has balloons going around their heads saying things. Mm-hmm. And either you can accept the things that are being said that you think that people are saying, or you can get past it and say, everybody has an issue. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, Lori, when I was 20, I I was already designing in the garment industry and I was designing designer jeans. And I think that you're too young to remember this style, but they were Lycra spandex and they were called disco jeans. Okay. <laughs> and so I was I was designing in the designer jean industry already. And I was, you know, Lori, I think you know me. I'm kind of a, a bulldozer, to put it mildly. I'm kind of a bulldozer. So I just, I was ready to set the world on fire. Uh-huh. And, and I think looking back, I should have taken more notice with people who are older than I am to learn and glean mm-hmm. expertise and information from yep. them versus thinking, oh, God, I know everything. Yep. I d- invented the Lycra gene, <laughs> right? You, you know, okay, big deal. You thought about the first Lycra gene. <laughs> How has that impacted the world?
0: <laughs> no, I think yeah. there's a lot of truth to that, honestly. Yeah. Um that there's always something to be learned. Right, right. And you don't have to do it yourself. Right. Most people are willing to share their experiences as you are doing right now. Right, right. So how do you get people, how do, how do we get
1: younger people to reach out and to ask us for help?
0: That's a good question. Um, that's one of the reasons why I asked this question of my guests Mm -hmm. and, um, in hopes that there's some trends, um, which oftentimes people say that, you know, they wish they would have found a mentor sooner or, or asked for help or, you know, whatever that is. Um, and I'm hoping that if there's a younger audience that's listening, that they are taking this as sound advice and and acting on it.
1: And if they're listening, I'd love to be a mentor to anyone.
0: Yeah. Happy to share my expertise and experience. All right, you younger generation. <laughs> you young <into> you. <laughs> Reach out to Lori. Um, so, Lori, we've all heard of the six degrees of separation. Who would be the one person that you'd love to connect with, and do you think you can do it within the sixth degree? Uh,
1: the one person I'd personally like to connect to is Andy Garcia, um, although I don't think that he is within the six degrees of separation. Okay. I'd like to, uh, also Patty Stanger the million, millionaire matchmaker I would like to connect to her mm-hmm. there may be 6 degrees of separation but I'd really like to know why she felt that it was so important to be so very mean to people hmm, and and okay. a lot of that could have been for the show mm-hmm. um but I always try to lead with kindness and and she likes to lead or like to lead with humiliation hmm. and I'd like to know And this is being tongue-in-cheek. How'd that work for you, Patty? (laughs) (laughs) And how'd that work for your clients? Mm -hmm. But yes, Patty Stanger. And if anyone knows Andy Garcia, I'd love to meet him. All right. Well,
0: put it out in the universe. We'll see what happens. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Lori, I'm going to throw the microphone over to you. Here's your chance to interview me. What's something that you'd like to ask me?
1: Lori, I'd like to know, aside from your great background, in design and getting into the digital space, what is it about the digital space that ignites you and keeps you in the game?
0: Ooh, good question. Um, I would say first and foremost, it's constantly changing, which is exciting, um, but it's also very scary because the question is, where do you put your time and energy and what do you learn and what do you advocate for? Um but i just love learning new things mm-hmm. and i'm just a lifelong learner and i think this is an area and in an industry that's constantly changing and requires you to constantly learn new things so i'm going to soak up as much information i can and on top of that i love educating others mm-hmm. so any time that i learn something that i think is of value i want to share that with with my network and and my people and help them know what is the best path to pursue.
1: So how do you keep abreast of everything that's happening and changing?
0: I'm part of a ton of groups online and offline. Okay. Um, Industry-related groups where I'm getting insights on latest trends um, and online groups related to either our specific industry Or I just follow some other thought leaders um, and just paying attention to what's happening in the news and the headlines, um, observing brands that I like and seeing, you know, they're testing some new um, tactics and what was the outcome of those tests. So um, it's just being aware and, and really paying attention to what's happening.
1: So who would you like to meet?
0: Oh, boy. Um, there's so many interesting people out there. <laughs> to some extent, um, Gary V is really quite fascinating with what he's doing. I don't know what I would ask him, actually. I think just being in his presence and listening to what he has to say, um, even though to some extent I already am with just watching him and following him on social media makes yeah. it really easy to stay on the forefront of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But there is something to be said about being in the same room as someone yeah. as opposed to watching them un- Video or reading their blogs or whatever that might be. Right. Um, So he would be someone that would be of of interest to connect with.
1: Excellent. So could you give us three tips that you would like to give for networking?
0: Oh boy. What are
1: your best practices?
0: Yeah. So great question. Um, Some of these, my own, well, definitely my own practice, but I would say trends that I've identified based on the 200 guests that I've interviewed on this show. Um, number one is to go in with a goal, have a plan mapped out uh, as far as what are you trying to achieve? What, you know, is there, you need to communicate what you want so that people make it easy for other people to help you out. Um, the second is to 100% follow through on whatever promises that you're making. So if you are connecting with someone and, and you say, oh, I know the perfect person for you to meet. Or I've got that book, I'd let you borrow it. Um, Make sure you actually follow through on that promise that is uh, communicated. Otherwise, you're going to lose credibility instantly. And that Mm -hmm. is the last thing you want to do as you're trying to build your network. Um, And the final thing that is extremely important to remember is to really put others first. If you're going to be going out there helping others achieve their goals... Um, it's going to come back to you, and then you will naturally achieve your goals at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. good question. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. What is
1: your best networking story?
0: <laughs> oh man! Oh, wow! My best networking story. I should actually have an answer for all the questions that I I asked. When I, <laughs> the first thing that came to mind is actually my first kind of real professional networking experience that happened in the early 2000s. Um, there was an organization called BMA or the Business Marketing Association, and it was their annual awards. And the agency that I was working with at the time, we had submitted some award, uh, some of the work that had been done to the um, their award show. And um, we got placed somewhere. Um, so then the owner of the company asked if I wanted to attend the event. And I attended and I was totally fascinated with the experience you know there's people you're sitting at tables and you don't know them everyone's walking around and schmoozing and i'm just like why haven't i done this before yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a gold mine that you yeah, find no, isn't it? it's fascinating to me that this is what's happening in the business world and why is this the first time that i'm learning about it yeah um and the gentleman that i sat next to uh, we sparked up a great conversation um, I became a client of his. He became a client of mine. We're still connected, and this is easily, you know, close to 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and we've been a great resource f- ever since. And you know, again, this goes back to the power of networking. Is you never know who you're sitting next to and how they're going to be an asset to you. In That's the future. right. That's right. And, and how you can help each other and support each other out. Yeah. Lots of good questions. Okay, I'm going to ask you this question now. Final word of. Advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network. You just get out and do it. And you set some
1: some goals that you actually can achieve. Mm-hmm. So the goals could be that you're going to have breakfast, lunch, dinner, a drink with at least three people mm-hmm. that week. Or you're going to send out 10 emails. Or you're going to connect with them on LinkedIn. Or you're going to find something interesting about them on Facebook and reach out to them. I personally don't use Instagram, so I don't know how people do that or Mm -hmm. send PMs. I know that they do. But set a goal for yourself each week that you actually can achieve. And then circle back after you've met with those people a couple of weeks later, a few weeks later, just saying how you appreciate their time. And do you want to reconnect with them and see if there's anything else that you can offer for them at that time?
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I like the idea of setting a goal, not just any goal, but... You're describing SMART goals. So you're saying, you know, three emails or three meetings a week or whatever it is, but um, a way to hold yourself accountable to right. getting that done. Right. Nicely done. Yes. Um, Lori, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what's the best way that they can reach you? They can go to my website, which is smartfunnysingle.com mm-hmm. My
1: email is Mendelssohn at gmail.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Lori Mendelson. You can also connect with my Facebook page, Smart Funny Single, and my phone number is area code 414-914-1575.
0: Awesome. We will include all that information in our show notes. Lori, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Thank you, Lori. I really appreciate it. Yeah, lots of good tips and insights that you've shared, especially into the the relationship world beyond just the business side of things. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, this wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Lori for taking the time to connect with us. If you want to continue the conversation on networking and building your community, join our Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com, groups, Uh, forward slash groups, forward slash Social Capital Network. If you need me, send an email to lori at socialcapitalpodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week.
1: That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening,
0: and we'll see you next episode.